everybody. I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your Twilight phase. You know what? That one was not bad. That one I think that was pretty I, good. That felt I, good. I had fun. I think I'm less anxious about it now, and so it sort of just happens more I'm incredibly now. anxious about it. Um, I have something to show you guys, which is that uh, my mother, who is a dedicated listener and also patron of our podcast. <gasps> Karen? Yes, Karen yes. sent me a holiday package, which <gasps> included this handmade gingerbread <gasps> ornament. Oh my god! I will put a, a picture thing. of this up on the patron. It's a little gingerbread ornament, real classic shape. He's brown. They, I guess it's gender neutral. They're brown colored with glitter all over. They have two little fangs, and it says "Bite Me 2020." Wow. <laughs> I want one. Okay, so my mom said that if she had had three gingerbread cookie cutouts, she would have made you guys some too, but she didn't have any. Wow, so now I'm just incredibly disappointed. <laughs> but does it make you happy to look at this? If I go on the Michaels website and ship gingerbread cutouts to your parents' house, <laughs> will she make us some? I will speak on her behalf and say yes. I am certain that she would do that. Oh my god! Down, I'm down. I have so many um, things I want to do for the pod that involves spending money. Now I want to get us gingerbread vampire cutouts to your mom. Uh, I'm going to buy us crop tops from eBay. Yes. Um, I'm really excited about this. Oh, and you guys. Okay. So listeners, I recently finished my student loans. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so free. And as a like celebration, I bought an iPad. <laughs> Nice. It was supposed to be that when Maya paid off all her loans, she was going to throw all her friends a party and oh, yeah. spend all the money that she would have spent that coming month on her student loans, and that didn't happen for I us, remember so. that. Wow, now I'm extra disappointed. <laughs> I mean, me too. I wish that we could have had the party. <laughs> the backup party that I wanted to do, but I realized that like it might be really tacky in a time of um, mass suffering, is that like a virtual party where we're all given like roughly 35,000 imaginary dollars, which is like roughly what I paid in loans. And everybody like searches online and then we present to each other <gasps> the silly things we would buy with $35,000. You told me about this plan and I think it's hilarious and great. Okay, maybe I'll do it. I felt like it might be tacky because I mean, of course it's tacky, but I love windows. <laughs> sounds shopping. like another way for me to be disappointed okay i'm gonna do it i'm gonna and do all it. of our friends are trolls so they'll come up with great fake things oh yeah that some, they of, my, some of our friends are i'm not going to be able to handle at this game <laughs> i'm thinking of kate in particular yeah we're all thinking about this <laughs> oh my god i can't wait to see what kate comes up with <laughs> we talk about kate so much for somebody who doesn't listen to our podcast <laughs> we talk about kate a lot Anyway, so I bought an iPad and I want to learn how to draw. So I've been practicing my drawing and I really want to draw cute vampire stuff for us. That's where I was going with that. Okay, well, while you figure that out, we have some great listener letters to read. Read them. For example, Adriana wrote back. She specified, I wasn't planning on emailing again so soon. (laughs) (laughs) But she just had to and thank God you did, Adriana. Oh, it's so good. Apparently, the Twilight movie turns 12 today this was several days ago um so by the time you listen to this it'll be like a week old but oh well i didn't think i'd learn that the vampires had to take a cat movement class for twilight today but i guess you never know i feel like maybe i had heard that i don't remember ever i want to take that class yeah i want to be a cat it sounds like an episode of community i never watch that yes every episode is like a different you know it starts off with like spanish but later it's like paintball and chaos theory <laughs> they would take cat movement you just see them like oh my god i'm failing cat movement <laughs> i would right. definitely take cat movement yeah you would would we take horse movement yeah um olivia would olivia did you see the trailer for black beauty no what um apparently the horse is gonna talk oh no Ugh. Mm-hmm. Unless somebody else is named Black Beauty, I think the horse. Okay, is well, talk. the thing is, never spoke. He had a narrator. It should be spirit right, style. But Black Beauty, no, isn't the whole book in first person? 
I haven't actually read it. It's definitely, I'm pretty sure Black Beauty is all in first person from the horse's perspective, which works because it's a book and it's not the same as the horse talking, unless it's just like voiceover narration. It's probably that. The trailer only had people talking, but then it was like, and voicing Black Beauty, celebrity name. And I don't remember who it was. Remember Spirit was Matt Damon. Yes, I do remember that. You remember that? We rewatched that recently at Kate's apartment. <laughs> He's the Martian. It was for Olivia's birthday. It was for my birthday. <laughs> Listeners, by recently, we mean before lockdown. I, wasn't I mean a year and a half now. ago. Yeah, yeah. Truly. <laughs> but Spirit had a narrator who spoke in first person. I'm just saying it has been done before, but I don't want to see a horse talk. No, I don't want, I want no horse mouth. No words. horse mouth with words coming No, out. no, 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 no. Okay, I would like to continue reading Adriana's email. <laughs> On a side note, I do not envy the task of comparing Midnight Sun to the leaked version, but would love to hear the findings. <laughs> I feel similarly. Also, on the subject of cults, I've never been in one and don't plan on it. Good job. <laughs> um, unless maybe it's a Christmas one. <laughs> but my parents are always telling me to watch out for cults. Apparently, they feel like I'm very naive too trusting and gullible but i like to the best of people you're perfect for the christmas cult <laughs> that really is like great cult <laughs> material right there and then she sent um some really fantastic pictures of her halloween outfit which um was she dressed up as so Rosalie extremely effectively um rosalie wow including that great scene where rosalie is standing in the kitchen holding and and breaks the glass bowl of salad because she's mm. really mad it's so that. funny. Adriana's face is like oh, so good. Like she's just smelled the worst shit. Like it so angry. Exactly <laughs> yeah, like it's a perfect match. Well, Melissa, on that topic, I will move on to Eric's latest email. Okay. The entirety of it is: Is it Melissa who doesn't watch the movies? Watch the movies. Oh my god! Did you see the? Attack? And then there's the a screen cap of a very high quality meme. Also, Eric, your battery is very close to dying. Please. <laughs> Please be better. Um, which I, I can't even read. I don't know. Maya, are you going to attempt a dramatic reading okay. of this meme? I'll attempt a dramatic me- reading, but I don't know if I can do full justice okay. to all the So ones. the meme, it's all dialogue from the movie written okay. out in very dramatic fonts that completely and perfectly encapsulate exactly how it sounds in the movie through okay. written word. I have seen the first movie. It's like poetry. I saw it with you guys. Okay, I'm only gonna do the ones I I feel like I remember how it was said. How they go, yeah. How you like in the rain, girl? And it's Mike <laughs> doing the thing with a hat or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Mike, hey, you're a real cute man. Uh, when they were teasing each other in the cafeteria. Um, yeah, those are all the ones I can really do. Why are you shooting down my game? Let a player play. Oh, that's oh. a good one. Oh my god. I don't uh, remember any of these. Missing from this is La Push, baby. It's <laughs> La Push. That's true. It's a good one, too. Anyways, Melissa. Why don't I remember movies. any of those? Because you only saw it once, but we're going to fix this eventually at some point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm all for watching them with you guys. I, I mean, I'm not going to watch right. them on my own. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Um, While we're talking about Eric, listeners, gift-giving season is (laughs) coming upon us. It's already upon us. You're right. It is upon us because Olivia already already got a gift. Yeah, I did. Remember that one of our amazing listeners and patrons, Eric, started a bookstore. Yeah. So sagesbooks.com and you can order books for your friends, loved ones, or enemies. Yeah, do it. They're also on bookshop.org. Yeah, that's where I have bought from Eric's store twice now and I do it through bookshop and (laughs) it's very easy. It's great. And if you're like, I don't know, Eric, I want to support my independent bookstore. One, that's fine. Two, you can also find them on Bookshop, probably. So support your (laughs) local indies. All right, what's next? Oh, Bridget. Bridget! Bridget sent photos of her dog, Brody. Brody is very clearly still a puppy. So Brody's got big old paws. He's got big paws. would die for Brody. I <laughs> hope I am given the opportunity to die for Brody. <laughs> Listeners, Brody is the cutest little schmoop. 
he is mostly white with black spots. He's a little Dalmatian-y, oh, Dalmatian. but I can't tell if... I'm not sure. He could be a Dalmatian, perhaps. And he still has really gigantic paws that are out of proportion with his body and ears that flip inside out and he didn't notice. <laughs> and his nose is like... Like, imagine a pink nose with a really big black splotch, like... The pink is underneath. It's mostly black, but, like, there are little, like, parts of it that are pink, and it's adorable. (laughs) That's it. That's all we had to tell you. Oh, well, so, Melissa, you were curious. The blood bags came from Amazon. God damn it, Amazon. I know. Don't buy from Amazon this holiday season, please, fam. Instead, buy from Sage's book. (laughs) Buy from Eric. (laughs) (laughs) And finally... We have an email from Melina. Melina. Hey, Melina. She agrees with Eric that the audiobook sounds like a fanfic. And Mm -hmm. we got to get in on that. She thinks she would probably feel that way about reading the physical book too, though, because I maintain that Midnight Sun is really just the result of years of the fandom and media bullying Smire for the flaws of the series and for her trying and kind of failing at times to justify things. So true. Correct. Like, if Bella gave up her locker, it would really be to put some distance between her and literally any of the other classmates that actually get names since she finds everyone but Angela pretty much insufferable. Accurate. That's so true. Very true. It's so true. And great point, Melina. I totally want a scene where Edward is Googling human facial expressions to try to understand (laughs) Bella, or more scenes where he's convincingly trying to fight the inevitability of falling for her. I'd love to go back in time and see what things Stephanie got a lot of flack for about on the original books to compare what she got all weird about (laughs) in Midnight Sun. This is a great point, because... I think that's why Life of Death got so weird. And so it's reasonable to think that maybe Midnight Sun has some weird parts because of her reaction to the outside fandom. Can you guys imagine Edward like trying to fight falling in love with Bella? Like, okay, today I am going to find her flaws. <laughs> and like, she's really clumsy and he's like, damn, that's cute. <laughs> is like okay she's I bet she's gonna be really mean to somebody and instead she's just like neutral and he's like I can't fault neutral (laughs) that would be funny that what happens instead he moodily plays piano he sure does I hated this chapter is that a segue it's a perfect it is but I want to say one more thing about Valina's which is Last thing is that I also like how you guys say stupid and laugh on the outro. I'm glad <laughs> someone else mentioned that. Well, Melina, you are not You're alone. welcome. I'm glad that everyone loves how funny we find ourselves. <laughs> Thank God. I think that's the only reason we're successful. Really. <laughs> if we didn't have fun with this, we just wouldn't do it. It wouldn't be fun to listen to. Yeah. I mean, it helps that we're objectively great. We are hilarious. Sure, yeah. uh-huh. I told you guys about how when I interviewed for my job, they were like, so is there anything else that, like we could know about you that isn't represented in your resume or cover letter? And I looked them dead in the eye with my voice so dead. And I was like, I'm really funny. <laughs> like, I don't God. know if I'm going to like make you laugh, um, but I'm extremely funny. <laughs> I laughed like, wow. Okay. So I did not get that show. <laughs> and then you and did. Then you did. <laughs> Okay, it might have helped that you were already interning at the company. So they oh, might have it helped. No, no, I mean by which I mean that maybe they had no. already noticed that you were funny. That you were funny. They're like, okay, well, like that was a weird <laughs> yeah, thing that's to say. True. But it's Instead true. of like a weird No, I had not interacted with these two people. Like <laughs> one of one of my bosses I had had like passing interactions with, yeah. and the other one, no interaction whatsoever. <laughs> So they did not know that I am indeed funny. Yes, it worked. <laughs> you know what, you guys? Sometimes your interviewer is going on maternity leave and needs to hire really fast, and it works in your favor. And sometimes you crush your interview. Sometimes you crush it. And sometimes you crush your interview. Also, I'm sure I did a good job before that. So chapter seven, Melody. I hated this chapter. At least it wasn't, I mean, maybe it was like this actually, and I just forgot, but at least... It wasn't, like, a long, drawn-out, short, very overt metaphor of Edward being, like, Bella was the song. Every step, a new note in our love song. It's not that. I mean, that's essentially what it is, though. Oh, whose turn is it to recap? It's not mine. What is this chapter? It might be mine. 
I'm I'm gonna do a poor job, but at least it's short, so we'll get through it. Edward thinks. <laughs> that's it. That's a chapter. That's a chapter. <laughs> <laughs> He's like thinking about whether she might be into him or whether she's scared of him. Um, they all go home and go back to their little vampire hobbies that they have. So you finally find out what they do with their infinite time. There's chess. Yeah. <laughs> There's fashion design. Uh, oh, and Edward finally finds out why Rosalie is so annoyed at him. Everybody tries to get it out of him, but he's not going to reveal her secrets but he will laugh at her about them yeah um and basically he just finds out what's kind of obvious which is that rosalie is so jealous that edward was never into her even though she doesn't even want to be with edward and that now he's finally found a girl that he does think is pretty even though he doesn't care about rosalie i have so many so many thoughts anyway we'll get to it i have a lot of things to say about this (laughs) so many thoughts he finds out that Jasper's friends um, are coming to visit and gets really freaked out about it. And he and Emmett go hunting and we watch Emmett kill a bear. And he plays piano and writes a song for Bella and is really sad about it. And then he goes to stalk her again. Did I miss anything? It was a little out of order. For sure. But like, you got it. Did you mention, sorry, you might have said this. Did you mention at the beginning when he's thinking, it's just like, does she think I'm hot? Right. It's yeah, like basically. either, that's kind of what I meant by like, is she into him or scared of him? I guess more accurately, it's like, is she attracted to me or is she scared of me? Man really to sure. woman. And um, this is the period of time where Bella is at the beach, which is why this chapter is so boring because Bella is doing interesting things right truly interesting so she had to get the time in here and it's just edward thinking and wondering just edward he like very conveniently finds the part of the woods that bella has been sitting in and decided well he sniffed her out with him and like a doberman yeah and just thinks some more yeah that's what he does (laughs) and we got some more surface level shit about his family yeah Okay, so I want to start, there's this, it does indeed start with, like, is Bella attracted to me? It's so dweeby. (laughs) (laughs) Which I appreciate. Like, we're all subject to the basic wonderings. Oh, I don't think the wondering is dweeby. I think it's the way he says it. Oh, (laughs) yeah, everything he does is dweeby. (laughs) He refers to, um, so we've heard previously about Jessica's fantasies about edward and how repulsed and disgusting he is and he finally is like what if bella had these fantasies and he goes through one of them and it's just them like almost kissing and then kissing oh boy (laughs) it is the most sexual thing we've gotten i really want to know if if this is all that jessica imagined and (laughs) what he was repulsed by or if this is just like the PG rated part of it that Stephanie yes. decided to give us. That didn't even This is a thousand percent. Yes. <laughs> like when he originally said it, I was like, ooh, what like really explicit things is Jessica thinking about doing? <laughs> Unclear if it was just kissing or not. Um, from there, he's like, well, it's just all so new to me because when I was a human, I didn't think about this at all. When I was human, my thoughts had all been turned to a soldier's glory. Right. Because the Great War had been raging through his adolescence. And I was Remember, like, World War One. It was Edward. World War One. Remember, guys? Historically accurate <laughs> context. Right. World War One. The Great War. You guys that he's was a vampire. All he's he so ever old. thought about. All that he thought ever. about at the time was being a soldier. I mean, a lot of people at that time also did only think about the fact that there hey, is a world war happening. It doesn't mean he never noticed anyone was cute. It's not like you don't have time to think about people being cute. Okay, but I just like, you know, if you're a vampire, I was like, oh, and he for- starts forgetting a lot of things. Like the things that are going to stick out are the things that he cared a lot about, which was the Apparently war and his mom. Okay, yeah. but I feel like it could really be linked, you know? Like, 
I can't wait to go off to war. What if there were like a really pretty girl waiting for me back home? That's like right, a very like getting like, married before you go. Yeah. But Edward says he didn't do that. I don't think, was that like a thing in World War, I know that was a thing in World War II, but was it? I just associate it with all wars. Yeah. It wasn't that much later. Okay. It was just the first war, so I don't know if anyone was like, quick, gotta get married I mean, first. this is the first war ever. It was the well, first no, war ever first... to happen to anybody. Yes. <laughs> ever. They invented war. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> Um, I have a question. So he's like, I remembered my mother most clearly and felt an ancient ache when I thought of her face. So he's like making this point that like your human memories fade. But if you think about your human memories just once with your vampire mind, you have a perfect vampire memory. So why can't you remember the memory? The remembering? This is a fantastic point. Like, I've never thought about it before It's like when you have a dream, and it's hard to remember dreams, but if you think hard enough about your dream right when you wake up, then you can remember the memory you had about your dream, and so you hold on to it. still only very vaguely, like... Depends on how well you think about it right when you wake up. I still think even then, like, even if you think about it really well and you're Okay, but you are thinking about it with a human mind. You're a human. You're not a vampire with perfect recall. Yeah, but I still feel like there should be some, you know, like, leeway in, like, oh, they weren't perfect yet. Okay, well, that's not Yeah, but as is. soon as you become a vampire, you become perfect. And the only things that have ever happened to you were when you were a human. So you would think about them. Or not. But you would. Melissa, you can't go through a whole day without ever thinking about anything that has happened to you previous to that day. The only things you would be thinking about would be, like, finding blood and your human life. Right. That's all you know. Right. So you would remember some of it. Like, sure, the things that wouldn't occur to you, maybe those would fade before you would think to remember them. Right. But, like, his mom's face. Right. If he ever thought about it after he became a vampire, which he would have. He says he remembers his mom's face he says that he remembers it most clearly of all the murky memories he's like everything is murky and vague but like i remember my mom the most but he should remember his mom basically perfectly i think you're right but he didn't capture her with perfect eyes like the things he captured her with are imperfect and so therefore the thing that he's remembering is in itself flawed and imperfect yeah, I but mean, it would be like it holding be atoned, but a Polaroid. he should remember. <laughs> right. He should be able to perfectly see an imperfect image. It's like if you have a Polaroid picture of something. Yeah, but he would probably describe it as murky memories. Okay, you know what? Because they are murky in comparison. All right, fine. You disagree. I, I the rest of his memory. We are falling for Melissa's trap. <laughs> Melissa's being obstinate. Just be <laughs> obstinate. And she got us. We fell for the trap. Oh, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> nice. Emmett calls Edward kid again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Emmett much loves- more apparent to me. Much more apparent to me on the second read. <laughs> yeah. And then they go home and we finally get, like, them chilling. Alice suddenly has a computer with multiple monitors. Touchscreen. With touch-sensitive screens. Yeah, they're touchscreens. Why is her computer system set up not, like, up in, in a computer room? room? They have to have a computer room in this giant house. <laughs> Why wouldn't Bella notice? It was the computer room like, era. Walk exactly. Into the living room and be like, oh, look, a gigantic computer with multiple monitors. Nobody has that. Well, it's just around the corner. I guess we had computer labs in 2005. Might not be that weird that they have computers. Fish bowls. I don't think it's that weird to have a computer. I think it's weird. No, I definitely had a Alice computer. To- yeah, we did too. I didn't have a touchscreen computer. It's not the I think the touchscreens are, like, really yeah. high-tech for the time. Yeah, which is, I'm assuming, why it was mentioned. is because, of course, the vampires would have the very select, expensive equipment 
that is right. only available to the elites of society. I just feel like we never got that sense in Twilight, so it's strange for me to have it here. Right. I like that Alice is doing a large fashion design project for Rosalie's wardrobe. Rosalie usually directs, but today she sprawled sullenly on the sofa and started flipping through 20 channels a second on the flat screen, never pausing. You're... Or specialize. Your TV could not change channels 20 times within a Fast second. enough. It doesn't register it doesn't how images. fast you can press a button. It doesn't, like, yeah, it doesn't register, man. Right. It just like is flashing numbers when you go that fast. Yeah. It doesn't actually pull up anything. So, so true. Maya with the hot takes this yeah. chapter. Wow. Okay, you guys, we have to talk about um, the real tentpole of this chapter. Emmett and Jasper were in the middle of an elaborate game of chess, <laughs> utilizing eight boards joined, spread out against the glass back wall, and their own complicated set of rules. They wouldn't let me play, only Alice would play games with me anymore. <laughs> Listeners. So sad. A lot of people in my life have reached out to me recently to ask if I've seen The Queen's Gambit. Because I, Maya, am the chess friend. It's very true. true. And I was truly delighted by this idea. I was like, what are their vampire rules? What are their vampire rules? (laughs) I was thinking maybe it just involves, like, the way that they are playing on eight joint boards. Like, like, hopefully, they're not, like, changing the rules of chess. But, like, you need, like, extra rules because of the complication of the Because of how perfect they are. I want to know, like, is it against the rules for Jasper to manipulate Emmett's emotions while Probably. playing? Probably. You could just, um, like, make yeah. him scared the whole time and then he'd do be you, anxious. Do you have to checkmate one king or do you have to checkmate all the kings? Right. How Exactly. These are excellent questions. My... I feel like finally it was like, okay, here's a, a way that I could spend an abundance right. of time as a an abundance Like, time. finally, right. something that they do that makes sense. <laughs> I was delighted. Great. Esme is designing a house that also is like, oh, a substantive hobby. Like, yes, that takes a lot of time and energy that she does have to design houses. But that was cool. I know that the privilege is just, like, rampant throughout all of this, but Edward is so casually, like, you know, maybe that'll be our next home. Just, like, oh, like, Esme is her cute little hobby. She'll design a beautiful just, mansion. Maybe she'll live in it. Maybe builds not. mansions. <laughs> right, and Rosalie has her luxury cars, and yeah, the cars. Alice has her touchscreen computers, and... Edward has a grand piano, whatever. Yes, the grand piano. He wanders over to his grand piano that he hasn't been playing much. Esme is so delighted. Oh my God. Esme is very human in this moment. She, like, leaves her her study or wherever she is and stands at the top of the stairs and, like, rests her head against the banister as she listens. And I was like, oh, that's, like, very sweet. It is very human. Um, that's when... Rosalie like notices that Edward is composing again and that little thing is just enough for her to lose her train of thought and reveal to Edward about how like you know why she hates Bella but what I noticed upon this reread is that that happens in the middle of page 146 okay it it's in that moment, she slipped, and I could read all her underlying outrage, dot, 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 blah, 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 why killing Isabella Swan had not bothered her conscience at all. We don't actually find out what it is until the bottom of page 149. It took three pages to articulate what actually, what it is. And I was like, this is outrageous that Edward is allowed to just know things and not communicate it in this first person narrative to the reader i think it's like false tension yeah it's it's like i kind of know what it is like he says with rosalie it was always about vanity 
And then like everybody wants to know what it is and he like knows what it is and he's not going to tell you. And then he articulates it three pages later and it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's the only trait that I know about Rosalie. Why wouldn't it be that? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like you don't have to be privy to her thoughts to understand that about her if you, you know, actually try to understand where she's coming from. Like I would have assumed. When she only has one thought. (laughs) Yeah. God. How pretty am I? Except I did think, I was like, how hard do you think Rosalie had to have been, like, thinking about other things in order to only just now let it slip that she was jealous of Bella? I was, like, proud of her. Girlfriend's been working on multiple (laughs) levels for a very long time, Edward, so clearly she's not, like, a shallow little pond, you bitch. That's true. I think it also seems like Edward truly can only access, like, the first level. Right. Like, the loudest, most surface level of people's thoughts. Because, you know, he hears people thinking complete sentences, and Rosalie can hide this. Like, her underlying thought, like, her second-level thought, he doesn't know about until right now. He captures the literal word or image, but perhaps not the nuance or the true tone. And then he just thinks that that's what people are really like, which is strange. God, he's so stupid. (laughs) What a fucking idiot. Okay, so once he finally articulates what it is that Rosalie feels, he says, Rosalie was mortally offended that I found some insignificant human girl more appealing than her. I suppressed the urge to laugh again. <laughs> so he's being very mean about it. He's being such a bitch. Like, God. <laughs> she can't help what she thinks. No, I was like, Edward, you clearly understand that she is like a complex about this, right? Like, that this is like a thing for her. So why do you not take the time to understand why this is a thing for Rosalie? How is this being affected on her, all of her other relationships in her life? But no, Edward's just like. She does? No, she, he does think about it a little bit. He says, I wondered how Rosalie's life and personality would have been different if she had not always been the most beautiful. Would she have been a happier person, less egocentric, more compassionate if beauty hadn't at all times been her strongest selling point? Which is sort of a fair, like, maybe that does affect your life. Oh, it do- I mean, it does. Everything you know, affects your life. I responded to that. You know, maybe beauty isn't her strongest selling point, And <laughs> none of you know that. As beautiful as Rosalie is, maybe she could be, like, even more, like, shrewd or strategic. Right. Of course, she's not, like, even more compassionate than she is beautiful. Right. Maybe. She doesn't have that. But she can have other things, and you just don't even know. Maybe she's leaning so much on this is because that's what everyone else leans on. It's the only thing that that anyone else thinks is important about her, you assholes. Right. God. I also feel like... Obviously, they often, like, talk to Edward just by thinking, which is really annoying. But, (laughs) Edward, it's not your fault you can read minds, but since you can and you are invading their privacy, I think you should have the good sense and, like, have trained the ability at your big age of 100 to not react. Like, just pretend that they have privacy. Right. Give them some semblance of dignity in having their every thought broadcasted to you. I really appreciate that Emmett at least expresses annoyance at how things go. I'm like, thank you, Emmett. Consistently, Emmett's the one that's like, I'm sorry. What is going on? What are you talking about? Stop it. Um, While all this is going on, Edward is composing Bella's lullaby. And there's a very sweet moment where Alice, you know, like a little bird, she flips over and sits next to Edward and she sings along as he's playing and they write the song together. And I was like, oh, Alice helped with Bella's lullaby. We didn't know that before. That's true. That was really nice. Edward was out there taking full credit. Amy can play chopsticks. And I know that Maya, you claimed that this whole chapter is not a metaphor for Bella, but it kind of is. is. Like he's writing this song and he's composing the song and he tells us all these things about the song and how it like ended. It would be ruined if something changed right at the end, which is definitely a metaphor for him not wanting to fuck up her life. So it's a slightly heavy handed metaphor. 
You're right. I guess I'm saying like <laughs> at least it wasn't even worse. It wasn't worse. But it was You're right. It's you know when Professor Plutonium or Utonium or whatever puts in too much chemical X yeah. to the Powerpuff oh, Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar, spice, and everything nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's when we find out that Peter and Charlotte are coming to visit, and everyone is like, Edward, cool. chill out. <laughs> Everything's fine. Our friends- Everyone's all excited about it. They're aren't going to eat her. your little girlfriend. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> but what if they do? Like, she's special, and she smells good, so they will. <laughs> it's like, look, not everyone is obsessed with her as you are, actually. So- <laughs> Right? That's why this is a book, in fact, because you are uniquely obsessed by her. Oni pulls out the little lemonade bottle cap. Oh, yeah. On his I mean, I kind of rolled my eyes. I was like, come on, bro. I thought it was sweet. It kind of got me. <laughs> what I thought was weird was nobody asked about it. I was like, you can read all their minds. You should get, like, right, they can ask you personal questions. Like, a once a week, oh my you God. have to tell us the truth. <gasps> That's genius. Like, look, it's it's only fair. Wow. Then, all right, I'm pull I'm pulling my once a week. What's with the wow. bottle cap? What is that bottle cap? Oh, you're a genius, Maya. I would totally what, institute you. that rule. I just wanted to be like them to be. Why are you doing that? <laughs> what? The swaying. Stop it. Oh, I don't know why we started it. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, Olivia and I are oh. swaying on the really video. We're going to like opposite sides, like metronomes. So then, Edward and Emmett go hunting i wanted to see them doing stuff like this you don't really get to see that much of it we see emmett hunting we only see emmett yeah she skips right over edward he's just like yeah i i oh yeah he's just clean the bear literally cannot even do anything cannot penetrate any of his skin to him yeah so it like rips his shirt and he gets really mad and mostly I was thinking about how fucking confused this bear must be. <laughs> I just want to know, like, obviously other vampires can wound other vampires. Right. But, like, if a bear can't wound you, then, like... They're just too strong. Yeah, like... I, They're overpowered. Whatever. It's stupid. I know. I feel like, like, I guess I knew that they were this strong, but watching a bear be completely and utterly ineffectual against them right and their skin's like i guess metal because its claws made noise i don't know it's like most predators still have to like try right exactly like nature doesn't usually make i mean i guess like we can squish an ant without like trying but there are other things that we can't just squish squish (laughs) there's a moment where (laughs) emmett is like that was a strong one I could almost feel it when he clawed me. Almost feel it? You either feel it or you don't. Yeah, one, with our brains, we must know that Emmett is joking. Because they have the sense of much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Edward talks all the time about how warm Bella is, how soft her skin is. Like, they can That's feel true. things. They, they feel, feel touch. things. So we have to take this as Emmett, like, making a joke. Because otherwise it but doesn't. I kind of think maybe when Stephanie was writing, it was sincere. Oh, 100%. Like they can't even feel it. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And, like, the fact that the bear's claws, like, shrieked against his skin. Ugh. I'm like, he, he's not made of metal. Right, he's not literally made he's of metal. He's not literally, like, okay, maybe I can you buy You say they're as hard as, hard rock, as rock. Right? But they're not literal metal. Right. <laughs> Literal like, metal. If you like rubbed your finger on them, it would like squeak. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Emmett is like mad that the bear ripped his shirt, but I was like, Emmett, why did you wear it's that haunting shirt? It. He's right. taunting the bear. I'm like, you're literally playing with it. Yeah, <laughs> of course it's gonna rip your shirt. Idiot. Meanwhile, Edward has eaten with not a drop of blood anywhere on his body. He's- perfect he's classy you know classy what's the what's that etiquette lady dear emily no the like old-fashioned one mm, um i'm not gonna remember well he's that for vampires <laughs> uh and it calls him kid again <laughs> he uses the word fragile for humans again and mm. it really doesn't get it 
he Edward's like I just worry about her all the time and Emmett's like what are you talking about oh and wait Olivia you were right it's Emily Post Emily Post right doesn't that sound right yes sir he's the Emily Post of vampires <laughs> um he makes another dig at Rosalie she seems like more work than any pretty face is worth and Ooh. I once again loathe Edward in this moment like, you can live with these people for 50-odd years, and you're just still, don't even bother seeing beneath this pretty veneer, I fucking hate you. It's also so insulting to Emmett, because it's like- No offense, yeah. but- Like, Emmett, obviously, you are so shallow- Right. That it's fine that you're with this terrible person, because she's beautiful. There's nothing more she could possibly right, you guys are perfectly suited for each other. He feels justified, because Emmett said, honestly, I can't really see the draw about Bella, so. Which is fair! <laughs> Guess what? He thinks Rosalie's gross! You guys don't see the draw in each other's romantic partners! It's a thing! It's, it's I guess fine. it's sibling-y. Emmett is a vampire when edward describes humans he's like with their dull skin (laughs) and their unseeing eyes like he's like all of them are like weird potatoes right (laughs) of course emmett doesn't see the draw right you're supposed to eat them neither did he he also did not see the draw until he fell he's forgotten that entire i mean are we are we supposed to become sexually like interested in potatoes (laughs) like we eat potatoes (laughs) to emmett she's a potato like it's just one that you find that particularly smells good, you know? Sexual orientation. Like the Jesus. best smelling potato you've ever seen. <laughs> it's just, it makes sense for Emmett. Oh my gosh. Real uh, Thanksgiving content. That's true. We didn't even mean to. We're recording this the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> he also continues to be super patronizing about Emmett. Because they start talking about whether he could dot 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 touch her. Just say um, sex. <laughs> Just say it. Say it. <laughs> Loud. Um, and he goes, Emmett and Rosalie shared an intensely physical love. He had a hard time understanding how one could love without that aspect. I think I find that very condescending. It's like, it is. just because your love language is physical, your primary, one of many. Right love languages is physical doesn't mean you don't understand like edward's way of loving is in no way better than emmett in any way this is like i haven't cared about human beings in a hundred years i have a purer love because i don't have to touch her to love her (laughs) and i'm obsessed with her and want to drink her like i want to eat her not have sex with her (laughs) so like get out like get get he acts like Emmett is so stupid, yeah. but, like, they're all vampires, so they're all smart, because, like, they're all perfect and amazing. So, Emmett is smart. Yes. I'm sure Emmett knows that even in, like, 2005 or whenever the fuck we are, Emmett knows that asexual people exist yeah. and that they can still be in love. Right. Totally. Edward is so stupid. And since... <laughs> Emmett is smart. Emmett must know that Edward thinks he's stupid, and Emmett just rolls with because it. he's smarter. What a sweet spot. All right, kid. Whatever you think. He's he's just like yeah. Edward thinks I'm an idiot, and like guess what? It doesn't matter. I'm just gonna let it roll off my back because yeah. he's on a higher level. He's big brain. Emmett pulls a phone out of his pocket again. They just all had phones this whole time, and I didn't know about it. Yeah. Um. Edward says like. Uh, I really wish I could go back to Forks to check on her. And Emmett is like, no, no, we're going to stay here. We're going to have fun. Let Rosalie cool down. And I want to know, like, what do they do the whole time? When they're out hunting for, like, four days camping? Yeah. Like. Or if they just chill. Maybe they stalk their prey more. I don't know. Okay. It just seems. they can barely even feel when the prey touches them. So how fun could it be to hunt? Like, know. if it's that easy, it's not fun. So they can't and spend that much time Also, hunting. they're so fresh. Yeah. Like, as far as I'm concerned, they're already done. And Emmett, I would I was going to say that maybe they play games together, but Emmett doesn't <laughs> play games with Edward because Edward can read his mind. Because so Edward cheats. They do. I know, and they, like, if Emmett ate an entire bear, like, he's full, right? 
Well, as previously discussed, <laughs> the volume of blood situation doesn't make any sense. So oh, I cannot make track. a call on whether he's full after draining one bear. It's like how many students attend Hogwarts. <laughs> oh, yeah. like Every that. piece of data makes it even more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> what an excellent analogy. Um, I want to imagine that they're just kind of throwing out, talking about their feelings and stuff, but like, yeah. they're vamp so like do they just like stand with their arms by their side and just talk for yeah, four days <laughs> i don't know wow maya's hot takes continue yeah damn girlfriend <laughs> having fun with it tonight um okay insists so- on going back they do go back to forks and he reveals that he has greased the mechanism mm. in Bella's window so that Hate he can more easily mm. get into her room. Very bad. Easily um, he's very used to like how messy her hair is and whether she's slept well or not. <laughs> I just want to say that as a vampire who can like perfectly manipulate anything, he couldn't even leave the teeny tiny roadblock of a squeaky window. To, like, you know, make his stalking a little bit harder. He's too smart. <laughs> too He's smart. too big brain. <laughs> um, he says, my eyes ran over her face again and again, examining it for changes. Mortals changed all the time. I was anxious at the thought of missing anything. And it really gave me, like, parent with a baby vibes. You know how working parents mm-hmm. are like, oh, but, like, what if I miss their first word or their first step? And I was like, oh, weird energy. I did not like that. Now that you've made yeah. that comparison, I hate it. But before you made that comparison, it was sort of like the ache of like not, it's like the convoluted version of not wanting to miss a second with your crush. Right. Like it's true that you like don't want to miss a second with them. And so you'll like manufacture reasons to like talk to them and spend time with them. Right. But she's asleep. Right. And he says she had her hands folded under her cheek like a small child. And you're like, all right. We're going, we're going full daddy here. You're right. I didn't, uh, <laughs> did not know that. That you are correct. <laughs> oh, oh, I love these books. The Twilight Saga is so fun. <laughs> I love Twilight. She has scabbed hands, which is how you know as a Twilight reader that this is a LaPush weekend. Also, right. you can put together that she said she was going to LaPush and he couldn't go, but I, I, I'm not good at keeping continuity in my head. Right. Wow. It was a helpful comment. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then she, like, really, I mean, if you didn't figure it out, she makes sure that you know. Right. Um, <laughs> and he talks about, he references the treaty, which, mm-hmm. if you hadn't read Twilight, wouldn't make any sense here. Nope. Um, and I realized that I believe I was wrong about, about three things and the placement of that, because doesn't she go into the woods and think really and that's hard? what she, like, And discovers. that's when she decides? I think so. So he follows her scent into the woods and goes on this whole thing about how, wow, I will never know what she was doing out in the woods. I can't be like, hey, Bella, so I noticed by your scent that you were hanging out in the woods yesterday. What was that about? <laughs> God. He does have a boundary. He he has found one that he's not going to cross. At least he has one. It's not stalking her, but it's telling her that he stalked her. Um, <laughs> I like honestly, obviously, Edward can't read Bella's mind, but if he could, Edward, you can cross any boundary, and she's just gonna be fine with it. Like, don't worry, he'll figure that out. <laughs> It's true. That's like two chapters from now. And I kind of felt like this was an example, again, of being very particularly bound to Twilight instead of just like doing something new. Like, okay, what Edward would have been doing was stalking Bella and he would notice that she had walked out into the woods and then he would wonder why she was sitting there and wonder about what she was thinking in the woods. But I would rather more conversations like this one with Emmett instead of like the light dramatic tension of like oh well Edward I know what she was thinking and you don't but don't worry you're gonna find out I wish we had more like subplots because sure there's no subplot yes Stephanie can't create like she can't change what's in Twilight right like fair I don't want her to do that but yeah she could add like something new like 
I don't want to get too into the Peter and Charlotte thing because that's next chapter, yeah. only not really because spoiler, you don't learn anything <laughs> about them. Right. But like that could become a thing. Maybe Tanya like comes back to Forks. Anything. And, like, anything. anything. When she was there, he could have had more than one conversation with her, which more was about Bella. Yeah. Maybe like somebody somewhere that like found okay so they say in the past like people had gotten suspicious but they never say that they're using fake names so like maybe someone who was suspicious has been trying to find them again and they find out that carlisle works at forks hospital and like maybe they don't show up in person but you know they threaten to expose their secret or something and there's just a subplot anything this actually brings me back to part of melina's email which i did not read earlier um she agrees with us she said midnight sun would have been much better if the only thing happening in edward's life wasn't wondering about bella in the way that he does he has infinite time money energy etc and he uses it to lie in snowbanks in alaska instead of giving us actually good and enjoyable denali clan content like hard agree even if it were something as simple as like edward uses some of his infinite free time to volunteer (laughs) <laughs> and while he's volunteering, he's trying really hard to stay away from Bella, but he sees something or talks to somebody that makes him realize that life is about more than whatever, and he's got to give it a shot with Bella. Like, literally, it's just like, oh, yeah, he had something else going on with his life, and that taught him something that informed the main plot. Or, like, I mean, we all wanted to know more about all of the Cullens. Like, one of them could have something happening right. in their life. They all have individual lives where things happen. That, like, Bella, you know, never got around to learning about. But one of them could have, like, a hobby or a subplot or a friend maybe, or something going on that Edward interacts with. Maybe he could be trying to, like, help train Jasper. Yeah. Like, help Literally Jasper anything. with his self-control issues. The, totally. the possibilities are infinite. Endless. Endless. Anything else. But... Alas, that is the end of the chapter. That's what happened in this chapter. (laughs) Can you imagine how long this book would be if there were subplots? Oh my god. Excellent point, Be here forever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have my worst sentence. We already talked about it. It's, I'd brought oil to grease the mechanism, (laughs) entirely surrendering to that particular devil, and the window now moved silently out of my way. You guys probably recall the episode where he first goes to her house. I was like, look, I was emotionally in it. I know in real life this is messed up, but in the context of fiction, I'm with it. Bringing oil moved it out of that spirit. <laughs> oh, that was, was like, that was that moved it out. <laughs> yeah, that's what moved it out. I was like, oh, that's not fun. Um, we already talked about my last sentence too, um, which was she had her hands folded under her cheek like a small child. Good call. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with the last part of this poll. I have to read you the paragraph so it makes sense. He's talking about Rosalie's um being mortally offended. It bothered me some though, the way she saw Bella. Rosalie actually thought the girl plain. How could she believe that? It seemed incomprehensible to me. I deeply wish that I might have pulled up a sentence from the first chapter in which he calls Bella plain because I'm certain it exists. Guess what? People can be plain and still have lots of value. Like her being plain can be- But also he could have just been like, wow, I had recently thought that, but my love had changed my mind. Literally anything. (laughs) But he's like, she's dumb. How does she think that she's not pretty? dumb. How stupid. <laughs> Instead of a best sentence, I'm going to pick a second worst <laughs> sentence, which is, the rain was pounding down like a million tiny hammers. <laughs> that was awesome for, for my worst sentence. <laughs> like, the fuck? I mean, you can't help but imagine just a million tiny hammers falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed this chapter, but two worse. Okay, well, I will I will counter with a best sentence. Um, he's talking about the song that he's composing. There was a story to this melody, and once I saw that, the pieces fell into place effortlessly. The story was a sleeping girl in a narrow bed, dark hair, thick and wild, and twisted like seaweed across the pillow. That's it. 
That's nice. I thought it was fine. It's a nice image, although I think it's a repeated image that I also liked the last time that she used this image. So maybe diminishes it, but <laughs> I'll forgive it. Um. Oh, and then there's another pleasant one on that same page. Alice's voice lowered too and became solemn, a tone that belonged under the echoing arches of a candlelit cathedral. That was yeah. my contender for best. Because it's, like, very evocative. Evocative, exactly. Um, My best sentence is a sentiment that I like seeing, which is, well, it starts off with a sentence I really hated, which is, did I want Bella to be attracted to me, a woman to a man? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) fuck you, like, Jesus. He kind of can't decide. He calls himself a man, but he kind of, like, sometimes calls Bella a child and he calls people Bella's age children constantly. And like also what you're talking about is sexual attraction which is not limited to a man and a woman asshole so. Yeah he could say just like consenting adult to consenting adult. (laughs) (laughs) He could Um, but he didn't. But he does say that was the wrong question the right question was should I want Bella to be attracted to me that way and the answer was no because I was not a human man and that wasn't fair to her. And I was like, yes, exactly. I mean, he completely ignores this throughout the entire book. Like, It's forbidden love. Yeah, so but like, want? I appreciated that, you know, he acknowledged it. He said it. <laughs> sure. I was like, all right, okay. I feel a little bit better now. <laughs> Listeners, it's time for us to head out. But I just had a brain blast. Hold on. It's real, it's bad. real bad. Start over again. Okay. Go ahead. Listeners, it's just about time for us to roll out. What is it? Tap that you got really loud when you leaned in. Yeah, you got really loud. I think you are using your mic. It does sound similar to when, like, do you ever have your rub? Like, when your headphones are plugged in and you move the cord around and it makes a weird muffly noise? Yeah. Is that ever happening to you? If if I were talking through this, like, maybe this, like, on the. Just just try again. Let's go. Listeners, it's just about time for. It got bad. It's way worse. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna put it in the chat. Neither of us is ever gonna be able to pull off your tone. It is I. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners. Maya has this weird crinkly thing going on. I'm gonna read a message from her. Don't worry, she's still right here. She's still participating. Listeners, it is I, Maya, speaking through the vessel of a friend. <laughs> I had a brain blast. I have recently been enjoying the game Among yeah, Us. Very aware. Do you know it would be very fun? I assume she's about to write playing, playing, playing Among playing. Us together. Hello. Playing with all y'all. Me and Olivia have not played Among Us. <laughs> we can make our names Twilight characters. Okay, this is a great idea. Melissa and I... We've been avoid. Game. I feel like I've been avoiding the game completely. I don't know if you're in the same boat, Olivia. <laughs> Maya says I shall play with the listener. I mean, I'll show yeah, up. Yeah, I feel like I I'm not gonna to like go. let you get to know yeah. our listeners and then not show. Yeah, I have to be the favorite, so I have to be there. Try to try talking again, Maya. I saw Rosalie vent. Oh, you sound what? what? <laughs> I saw Rosalie vent. If you played the game, you would know what that means. I would. I, I would. Okay. I'm sure the listeners understand. Okay, so like in the game, one person is an imposter. Right. And yeah, that. only the imposter can vent. So oh, you could like be like, I saw Rosalie oh, go in the vent. Mm, yeah. Right, 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 right. And then whoever is playing Rosalie, probably Adriana, if she wants to play, <laughs> like, no, I didn't. <laughs> Or, yeah, you know, she'd I be like, it. the vents are really messy and I'm too beautiful, so I would never go in there. This is a great idea. It might become a good idea that we actually execute. We'll see. Yeah, I'm... If you want to play, right into the email and... We're on any of our socials. Truly. Yeah. And when we get enough people that are interested... In Twilight um, Among Us. We'll write back to you and schedule it. I think it sounds really fun. Speaking of which, email us with questions, comments... And if you would like to play Among Us with us at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us and DM us about whether you want to play Among Us with us at twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Instagram and twilightfacepodcast on Tumblr.
Um, if you'd like to support the podcast, check out our Patreon. We're Twilight Phase Podcast there also. Thanks to our patrons, Jillian, Melina, Bridget, Eric, Samantha, Eric, Josh, Karen, and Ed, Woo! who helped make this thing run. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. I have to do it in that voice. I cannot. Uh, <laughs> audio editing by Maya, I think. Oh, I thought it was me. Did you do the last one or did I do the last one? I think one? it's me. I think I, I did the last one. Me. I thought I did the last it's one. It's me. Great. Oh, audio wait, editing? you did do the last one. I did the bonus up. But yeah, it's me. Oh, last you're one. right. You did it's, also edit last week. It's me. <laughs> audio editing by Melissa Shermer. <laughs> Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Moring. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can fight me. Among uh, <laughs> us with me. Bye. 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 See ya.